on your good neighbor station. News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Heavenly Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us. You can reach Norman tonight with your questions, comments, ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. Now, you can also send a text to that number if you don't wish to go on the air live, and that's fine. And our producer, Jackson, will be glad to read it over the air for those of you who don't wish to be heard live. And now you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and Facebook at The Emily Raymer Show on WGNS. And Jackson's got that up and running right now. Forgive us, we've only got one camera. We've got it on Norman because he's the candidate. <laughs> you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Get on there and listen to Angela Bingham. She's doing a great job with simplicity. She's on here every Sunday night at 6 and doing just a fine, ta- fantastic job. And she's a fine person, too, on top of that. Like I said, Norman's with us. Norman, um, again, you said something about term limits, and you're, you're agreeing to limit yourself to one term. I am. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, right. the government is supposed to change. You know, there's a reason sure. for that. Right. We, we have elections so that we can get different ideas, different viewpoints, um, different opportunities Agreed. brought yeah. into whatever political affiliation you're in, whatever seat you're running for. Right. Yeah. Um, career politicians, I don't think, are the way to go anymore. Yeah, I think you we're, know? All, we're finding that out. Yeah, yeah when you have the sure. same ideas yeah. all the time, you know, things don't change. And with the changes coming, we need someone that's not afraid to speak up. Well, you know, you and I have talked, and I mentioned a good friend of ours, a good friend of this broadcast, Austin Maxwell, and we were talking out there, and the county has the same problem. Now, Austin's running for city council mm-hmm. for Murfreesboro, but same thing. He has a police officer friend that cannot afford to live in this, in this not even the city, he can't afford to live in the county because his pay is not enough to support a family, pay for a home, yeah, it, pay, it's, pay bills. His wife works too. I'm sure everybody, everybody's wife works. If you got a wife, I guess. And but you know what I'm saying. And you know the thing is the same for the county because a lot of our county people don't make near as much as, as the city folks do. Right. Okay. So you've got the same issues, you know, and uh, we're going to have to pay our people more money. Yeah, or we're going to have to keep hiring people and waste of money training new people. Well, that's true, you know, and that's 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 the night that's the dog chasing its tail. Mm-hmm. You know, you get these these young officers trained. Let's say it's sheriff's in this case sheriff's office or or county firemen. Mm-hmm. You get them trained, bam, they're out the door because they can go to Davidson County or they can go wherever. If it's a young single guy, he he's free to pack up and move. Right. Uh, or young single gal, and I mean, you know. You can't blame if you're looking at an extra five, ten thousand dollars a year. You can't blame them for mm-hmm. wanting to do that, you know. And uh, so, um, what's some of your ideas? What do you, what do you, what do you think? You know, you got into this thing. You better have had a real reason for getting into it. Just it ain't for fun, you know. I mean, it's not for fun, right? Sometimes yeah. I get a little bored and find new projects to play on. But now, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, we we really want to see Rutherford County. We want to be a part of its growth and. 
I think the best way to do that is getting our voice out there, being heard, letting the community right. know mm-hmm. that we are not the same person that's been sitting in that seat. We're not the same people that are making the decisions now. We want to see what we can do to change things, right? Sure. Um, you know, I, I told you earlier, big business is a thing in this community. We need it. It helps our community grow and flourish. But I think that there needs to be some accountability, you know? Right. Like the pilot program, which is payment in in lieu of taxes. Right. Sometimes that works to to the county's advantage or the city's advantage. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Especially if it's an up and coming that needs the help with that growth. Sure. Rutherford County's hit that growth. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's continuing. Let, it's going to continue. Right. So let's let's maybe start holding some of those bigger businesses accountable. I think you're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, it's and, and and they know that, you know. But hey, people, we have a very we have a very attractive county. We've got a great school system. Mm-hmm. Those people will still come here. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, we have the people. Yeah. And we have the people they need. And Lord, we've got MTSU, right? Which is known now. If not nationwide, certainly worldwide. Right. You know, I mean, and growing. It's growing. It's growing like crazy. It's concrete no. management program over there is just blown it's, up. It's fantastic. Yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of a lot of young people that have been through that. Yeah. yeah. And when they first mentioned it, you know, I've got to tell you, my one of my mentors is Stephen Reynolds, and Stephen spent his entire life in infrastructure. He started in a gravel pit with a shovel, working for his daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's how he started and he started talking infrastructure and you know it's just not sexy you it's know not. it's hard work you know what i'm saying it's just not it's not <laughs> jackson is laughing he's laughing yeah okay have a good life but it's yeah, the truth it's true it's not it's sexy. not it's you know what are you talking about you know but when we talk about infrastructure now we're not just talking about concrete bridges and streets and roads we're talking about wi-fi and uh, you know, cable and and all this what what, what they call it uh, broadband broadband internet optics optic fiber optics. I was gonna say it's going you to know, fiber now. So. We're talking about all that, yeah. yeah. And you know because and and Stephen was exactly right. These big companies are not gonna come in unless they can plug in. We got Jack. Oh, okay. I thought she was gonna <laughs> I thought she was gonna make speech, but uh, <laughs> but they're not gonna move in unless they can plug in. Right. And you can't tell them, you know. Well, now, when you get here, we'll have it ready to go. Yeah, they've heard that before. You know, they've, they've chased that rabbit before. Right. So that's that's not going to work. But uh, And I think the county is up on it as best they can be, but there's, of course, the biggest room in the world is always the room for improvement. You know? Right. Um, now, tell people what you do. You're with... Uh, a, so I am currently the chief operating officer for Nourish Food Banks. Right. We are a 501c3. We are the largest direct service food bank in Middle Tennessee. Right. Meaning we serve clients on a daily basis out of two different locations here in Rutherford County. We're serving around 1,000 families a month. Right. That's okay. a grocery cart full of food. Okay. To hopefully help offset the cost of groceries. Now, this organization has been in, in business, I think you said, 40 years? Yes, sir. We just celebrated our 40th anniversary. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it Just wonderful? Feeding, that's feeding a lot of people right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our goal is to work ourselves out of a job. That's what we keep saying. <laughs> well, Unfortunately, that's never going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think you're in any danger of working yourself out of a job just yet. Now, if people need service, let's mm-hmm. talk about what you do because that's okay. important. 
How do they go about getting service from you? They just show up? They do. They, they and, We have, like I said, two direct service sites here in Rutherford County. And where are they? We have one in Smyrna, where it's been for 20-plus years. Um, it is down behind Senior Living off of Richardson Street. Off of Richardson Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're in the curve. It's hard to find us until you get over there. Okay. All right. Uh, but they just come in. They fill out an application. It's a one-page application. Give us some basic information. Right. And then they sit down with our client intake specialists, and we get a little more information that way. We sure. find out how they're doing, where they're at, how right. we can further help and refer them out. Sure. And then we give them a grocery cart, like I said, full of food. Frozen meats, canned goods, dry goods, dairy, produce when we have it. We also have a site here in Murfreesboro up on Memorial Boulevard. On Memorial now, what building is that in? It's in the that? building next to Haynes Hardware. Next to Haynes Hardware, mm-hmm. okay. Right behind the Little Caesars. Out there where a Reef Sane drugstore yes, and all that used to that's be. That's okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that is that is good. That's something that someone's doing. I'll tell you right now. That's that's a good thing. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Uh, Jackson, let's go to our first series of breaks. Norman is with us. He's running for county. County mayor here in Rutherford County. And uh, the only thing I'm running for right now is the county line. I'll tell you, this is Ed Raymer. We'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Stay with us. Thank you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.boroughfamilylegal.com. That's Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. 
weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay, and we are back, back with Norman, Norman Hanks. Hope you're listening to us tonight. We're glad to have Norman here with us. He's running for Rutherford County Mayor. He's going to take a stab at it. Never been in, never been in politics before. Never been. Felt like it was time. Felt like for it was change. time to do something. Right. Make a some different, noise, right? Yeah, make some noise. Make sure. some noise. Well, I mean, in a way, you're making noise. You're feeding people. I right. mean, you're not just handing them fistfuls of money. It's right. it's a it's a whole different ball game, you know. My father, our father, I got two younger brothers. Used to he when he was around, pastored uh, churches, and you had people. And now this is just a fact of life. This way it was. They went from church to church getting money, and so finally, all the churches got wise, and some of the pastors got together and said, "Look." said did you have uh billy joe yeah he comes around about once a month making the rounds mm-hmm. and said what do you say we put in some food pantries let, let the, the congregation bring some canned goods or whatever they have and you can feed people you know it's amazing you can feed people with pasta beans you know stuff i was raised on instant mm-hmm. potatoes you know of course you need some milk and what have you but I mean, you can feed a lot of people with that. I mean, this stuff is cheap, really. And I have wondered, and I really, I may get some raised eyebrows out of this. You know, the cheapest aisle in the store to, to, to shop in is the produce aisle. And that's the best food for you. Now, it is. Why don't we subsidize the farmers and just give that food away? Why are we paying for that food? Now, I'm not talking about a $20 pound steak. You mm-hmm. want that, you got to pay for it. Right. I'm, you know what I mean. You can't do it with everything. But with good old white beans and rice and and spaghetti, any type of pasta, it's cheap. It is. It really is. And then potatoes and carrots and lettuce and all that. Subsidize those farmers and let's feed people. I mean, we shouldn't have any homeless people in this, in this country today. We, we shouldn't. shouldn't. We shouldn't have. As and we shouldn't have any hungry. Countries. We shouldn't right. have any hungry people in this county. In this right. country today, we shouldn't have anybody hungry. Right. That's just ridiculous. Um, You're feeling. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I think that our homeless population here in Rutherford County, right? You know, it, it's growing. Unfortunately, the last count, which was done two years ago, I believe, right, was around 306 individuals. That number... As far as homeless. As far as homeless. Just homeless. That they could count. That was the ones they could find in the camps and were able to count. Right. They weren't able to find everyone, right? We also have a massive homeless population living in local hotels. Exactly. Right. they can't get into an apartment anywhere. You know, why why is that? They're working. And those hotels are pretty expensive, too. They are. So much a week. They run 60-something dollars to $120 a night. Is that right? That's right. Um, it's a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah, it is. They can afford that hotel because they're living day-to-day, paycheck to paycheck. Sure. But uh, 
they they aren't making enough, right? They're not making that three times the monthly rent, which is required to get into any apartment in this county. Well, you know, and Norman, uh, you've got people that will always slip through the cracks. Right. We have a certain se- sector of society that, unfortunately, they're just not going to make it. Right. They're going to need help, mm-hmm. you know. Not everybody was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. No, we know? weren't. No. And uh, that might even include me and you. Right. You know. But, uh, you know, and pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. First of all, you got to have some boots. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get those boots? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I showed you a thing with uh, Jody. What's her name? Powers? Is it Powers? Jody Powers. Jody Powers with Amelia's Closet. Uh-huh. Opening up another location. At, where was it? You, Liberty Li- Station. Liberty Station. Over there by two. And she's been with us before. She's mm-hmm. been here before. And um, Jeff Neal, good friend of mine, I, we've talked earlier on the phone, and he he put pointed pointed me onto her, and I got the article out, and I want to give it to Bill because that's that's down Bill's alley. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, we do have people just like you and her that are actually doing something. And right. this county owes you a debt of thanks. Well, thank you. We do it because we care, right? We, sure. We're people people. Right, yeah. We have passion for people. Sure. And that's what you've got to have, Yeah. you know. But a lot of people don't see it that way. They say, you know, well, I got mine. You go get your, okay, you know. And well, that's easier said than done. And you're on your own and yeah. all that stuff, you know. And I know that gets into political differences and all that. That's fine. But... <laughs> There are people that do need it. They need a hand. You know, they, need they do. A, we need know. a safe space. You know? Sure. We have sure. plenty of nonprofits in this community that work directly with homeless clients. So why do we have a homeless problem? Right. right? Mm-hmm. Because the help that they're not getting is that emergency shelter, that shelter that's free to get them through the night. Sure. Um, I think as mayor, one of my main goals would be finding a space in this county where our homeless population could be living sure safely right safely right? safely right not on the street and with children because they have children too yes, we have a, a number of, our, of children a lot of our homeless families have children and they are picking them up at some of those hotels you talked about the buses are yeah you know and there's a bunch of them there yeah there are a bunch of them there <coughs> but uh yeah i think that Finding a safe space for them to be. Sure. You know, a park-type setting, a campground-type setting. Something. Something. Right. I, I feel like Rutherford County has plenty of room for that. We just need to find it, carve it out, and make it that way. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because you have you have land that can be utilized for that. Yes. Which would be perfect. Yes. And even some of the cities might have it. Smyrna, Laverne, Eagleville. Right. Eagleville, uh, you know. And... Uh, it's not, it won't ever be perfect, but you can always choose to make it a little better. Truth. Know? And uh, that's that's all we're looking for. Um, what is the salary? Did, what's the salary of Rutherford County? This, mayor? This job part, yeah, mayor. Last time I looked, it paid 146 and a few hundred. Right. What Do you know the average wage of an employee of Rutherford County? <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's around 30000 is the annual right. median salary around here. You know, we've heard about these people that um, they, uh, bless their hearts, they have um, 
they may be, and I'm talking about employees that have been been with us 20, 25 years, that may be looking to have to take a second job just to make ends meet. It, it, it's awful. It's terrible. It's terrible. And we're going to have to address that. Yeah. You know. And I've said a hundred times right here on the show, if it means my wife and I have to pay an extra $150, $200 a year in property tax or whatever, so we can do that, then so be it. That's what you get for growth. Yeah. You know. You know your house, yeah, that's part of it yeah. with growth. you got to pay for it. Someone's got to pay for it. Yeah. Our housing prices are rising. Yes. Like crazy here in Rutherford County. Everybody knows that. I don't hear anybody complaining when they get ready to retire <laughs> and move south to Florida. Right. You know. And but uh, you've got to continue. You, you, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Right. You know? Right. And now I think there may be a limit on taxation on property tax. There may be for senior citizens. I don't know I that. I believe there I is. I don't know that. But but I also think there is some help out there for senior citizens. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, help offset those costs. Sure. Oh, and, and the assessor's office is always glad to sit down and talk to people and show them how this process works. Mm-hmm. That's one thing Rob Mitchell will do. I mean, he's been with me a number of times up here, and uh, he's always willing to sit down, him, excuse me, or any of his people, and tell him, here's what, you know, here's here's what we need to do. Right. And here's what you here's the process that we go through to, to, to do this if you qualify for this, you know. <coughs> excuse me. Now, tell me about your family. You have two brothers? I do. Two younger brothers. Uh, both live in Smyrna, Laverne. Uh-huh. Okay. My grandmother is still around and kicking. She's feisty. She lives in Laverne as well, where she's been for, Lord, I want to say 30 plus, 40. She's been there since before me. And I ain't going to give yeah. you an age here, but a good 40 <laughs> plus okay. years, all right? Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, they moved in from Nashville. We've been okay. in Tennessee our entire lives. Oh, you're all Tennessee folks. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, you went to MTSU. I did. And? Graduated MTSU mm-hmm. with a bachelor's in theater, non-teaching education. I went on to grad school at Kansas State which was one of the few times I left Rutherford County for any amount of time. You went to graduate school? I did. Really? I wanted to get a degree in drama therapy, using the arts to help people grow and change. Sure. Again, goes back to that passion for people, right? Sure. Right. who I am. Right. You're an idealist. Yes. I guess you could call me that, yeah. (laughs) And that's okay. I believe we can help anybody. We just have to try. Well, you have to be willing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, are, are willing to, to to look at something different. Right. You know, sometimes change 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 sometimes can be awkward, but change can be very good for for people too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that was. Know. I was taught change is probably the scariest thing in the world to most people. Uh, outside of public speaking, it is. It is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hate public speaking. I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> I could tell you weren't beating the door down to get up here. Tonight, I wasn't. You know? No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was excited to meet you. Uh, oh, I bet yeah. you are. But I think. <laughs> I really that's the reason you was doing cartwheels when you came in, you right? Saw yeah. It, coming up the stairs. That's right, man. <laughs> Skipping. Stop telling my stories out there. Come on, man. Uh, no, oh, I. Man. Uh, I think that as change happens around us right sure we have to have fresh ideas they have to come from somewhere sure that's who i am right. i have fresh ideas may not be able to verbalize them all every time i need that's to. true 
That is very true. But I do know how to find answers, and I know how to talk to the people that are smarter than me to make those things happen. That's, you know, that is such a key. Uh, I don't want to surround myself with a bunch of people that say yes to me all the time. No, I'm not a yes person. I don't want to hear I don't, that. that. That doesn't, you know. You know, oh Eddie, you're so great. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I, I don't. No, I, that's, I'm not great at all. And, right. and and no one should be looked at like that. Don't put people on a pedestal. Um, but uh, you know, get people around you that are sharp. Get I want people around me that are that are bright. Mm-hmm. You know, because and that's the reason I said you know we need the money for public schools. Why I don't want to grow up. I don't want my kids growing up. In a land, not knowing how to count. People change. don't know how to count. <laughs> okay, you're telling on Is me. That, yeah, sorry. It's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing them, how to write. It's exactly right. Yeah, it's a problem. <clears throat> that it is. Yeah. And um, now, uh, the school system, which would be, if you win this thing, that's going to be your biggest challenge. Joy. Well, joy. <laughs> you, I say challenge. Yeah. You say joy. It'll I don't know. Be a headache. Yeah, we'll call it a challenge. Right. You know, school systems, wow. Rutherford County has one of the best school systems in Tennessee. I grew up in it, went through it, my entire life loved it. We do. Yeah. Um, We don't want that to change. But for that to not change, we have to keep the educators that are here here. We have to pay. And they have to be paid too. Yeah. And they have to be paid well to stay. And you know, that gets me, and I've always said this, and I'm going to take the opportunity to say it again. You know, you can get a doctorate in education. I know people that have them. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ash is at Central Middle, one yes. of the brightest people there are around, and a fine fellow, by the way. I uh, was in the running for uh, superintendent of schools. And, uh, we, you know, we've got some pretty intelligent people here, but if we don't pay them, we're going to lose them. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, that's scary. You know, we want to yeah. keep that best school district, right? Well, because do you know how long it takes to make a good teacher? Oh, so long. Takes a long time, you know. Ten years? You think it does? I think last time I checked, it takes about, uh, you need to go to college for four years, obviously. Sure. And then I think you need to go to a graduate school. Uh, and I think you need to get, like, a master's in education in order. It is I believe is the most recent program at MTSU is six years of education and some uh, a lot of teachers especially if they're going to be professors will more than likely need a doctorate Mm -hmm. sure and that's that's i believe that's 12 years of study so getting a master's is is, is, i believe six or eight years sounds about right so yeah yeah Yeah. and that's excuse me that's if they go if they go that all that way right you know if they go that far and nowadays of course we have a lot of these kids are pretty sharp. I mean, they can cut this up just into chunks of time. While they're working a job, while they're hired somewhere as a teacher, they can also be taking courses, right. you know, to, to, to benefit them. But that's the thing that gets me. It's, it's a profession. It's not just an occupation. Teaching is a profession. And I mean, we don't look at it that way. We've come over the years, oh, you're te- oh, yeah, okay, oh, you're just a teacher. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're just a teacher. You know, come on, man. Yeah, no. I don't have a degree like that. No, you know, and and yeah, teachers are the, are the backbone of society, right? They're teaching. They're our young. taking they're, children at a very young age when they're most, they're you know, and creating tomorrow's. They're creating leaders. tomorrow's leaders. Yeah, yeah, and you know, <clears throat> and I think most of them do a pretty good job. Yeah, okay? I agree with that. 
Oh, we've got a call. Oh, how fine. I hope so. Hello, caller. You're on the air live. Go ahead. Hi. I was calling y'all talking about the teachers and the educational system. Yes, ma'am. And I agree that we need to have a top-notch educational system. And like uh, Mr. Hank said a while ago, you've got kids, and, and you said, they're coming out. They don't know how to write. They don't know how to count change. I mean, they have to look at the cash register to count out change. And yet they expect our teachers, and we do want high expectations out of our teachers who really do love and care for kids. So right. we don't give them the right to discipline children in the classroom. And if the teacher's out sick, they sit in a sub that only has a high school education. Why do they not require more of the substitute teachers? I I couldn't agree more with you, please. Uh, give us uh, anything else, ma'am? No, I just wanted to get some thoughts on that, so I'll be happy to hang out and let y'all discuss No, it. no problem. Thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank I you. mean, thank you. Um, and... Okay. Norman, what'd you say? Wow. Uh, I she asked a lot in that she question. Did she really did. Yeah. She sounds like a smart woman. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, she mentioned discipline, which is <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's something. Scary, I know. But, yeah, that's something. You know, as a politician, there's certain things we shouldn't discuss. No, uh, I but I truly believe that, you know, our, our substitute teachers is something she was sort of driving at is why do they not need a higher education to substitute right because that for them is not a career it is a job that they are going to and trying to make ends meet right they're not educators and they're not supposed to stand in and teach the class when the teacher's out right I don't remember a substitute teacher teaching me how to do algebra do you remember no no I well I well in my day yeah, I graduated in 76. Okay. okay. Yeah, it, things were a lot different back they then. They were. And we had substitutes that would flat call you out. They would. <laughs> they, yes, would. they would. They weren't there just to pick up some money. Right. I mean, and we had good we had good substitutes. And the ones that were good were the ones you didn't want to get because it's going to make you work. It's going to make <laughs> you work. Yeah. I had So one. we didn't want those, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk. Caller, thank you with that for that call. We appreciate it so much. We're going to take a short break here. Jackson, do us a couple ads. Let's take a little break here. Ed Willie Raymer, I'm with Norman Hanks, running for Rutherford County Mayor. We'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Stay with us. Partly cloudy, 74 tonight. Monday, sunshine, 98 degrees. West winds, 5 to 10. Clear in 75 as we head into Monday night. I'm meteorologist Mandy Faluber on News Radio WGNS. Currently, 85. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. 
They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. All right, and we are back with Norman Hanks. Norman, we were just talking about, we do the, I do the AAPSA ads. We're talking about help for people, too, that have a drug problem or have an alcohol problem, whatever it may be. Um, and that care can be very expensive. Yes, it can. You know. But uh, we do have people in the county that are, help, are, are trying to, I mean, I think is there a play, Journey Pure? I believe there's, there's a place for Yes, I yeah, think you're right. Yeah, and uh, and several other locations, of people that are trying to help. But some of that can be very expensive. It, it costs, I mean, this old world costs money anymore, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But any thoughts on that? Wow. I mean, I could sit here and go on that all day. You know, um, <laughs> you could, yeah, sure. I could. I, I'm an idealist, as you called it earlier, right? <laughs> okay. I believe everybody can, can be cured of those addictions sure. with the right treatment that treatment is horribly expensive and if you're not born with a silver spoon as you put it or if you don't have any insurance even insurance doesn't always cover mental health sure sure and it, it's a mental health situation it's not right. it's not the drug it's it's the thing behind the need for that drug right right, right. um and so many people are are forced to face that um Unfortunately, we lose a lot of people because there's not treatment out there. Well, you know, and the opiate addiction. Oh, man. This is striking everybody from young people, middle-aged. We have elderly people that are hooked yeah. on these these drugs, and they don't even know it. Right. They don't realize it. Now, some of them need them. I mean, if the, it's a fine, fine it, it's walking a razor's edge, you know. But... Uh, this is something that covers every spectrum, you know. I mean, when you had in Florida pill doctors that had offices that didn't even have any medical equipment in them, all they had was a big stack of, you know, orders for pills. Right. People can go in and do that. What they do is go out, they're going to keep half of them, sell the other half, and they're making money selling pills. Now, that happens. It happens all the time. It's happening right here in Murfreesboro. It is. It happens in Rutherford County every single hour of every single day. And no one really, well, they don't really talk about that, you know. We don't talk about a lot of things. <clears throat> well, I think we'd better start talking about them. Because it's scary. Yeah, it's and scary. And it's hard to cure. You can't just cure these things, right? You can't fix everything. Right. What you can do, right. Ed, is you can plant seeds. Sure. Seeds for change, seeds for growth, right? right. Sure. You know, mental health is a tricky subject. I know. We don't have enough of it, and we don't have enough affordable health mental health care in this area that's no. something we need right you know um i know there's a nonprofit getting ready to open a new a new facility here in murfreesboro soon it's going to be a home for women facing homelessness oh, yeah. as well as right yeah addiction our daughters with doors of hope correct They're a good yeah. Organization. yeah 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 we love them over them. doors of hope we work with them on occasion right. sure um we feed their ladies you know, we're yeah. glad they're here. They're sure. a great, great company, great organization over there. But, yeah, they're getting ready to open that. But it's going to help eight people. And then it has a walk-in clinic as well. Really? That's impressive to me. Sure, sure. You know, we need more of that in the right. private sector. Right, sure. Where are they? Well, you know, 
<clears throat> when it comes down to some of these people spending their money, you know, they're not really much on doling right. out. You know, uh, some of us talk a good game, and I've been guilty of it. I, I'm sure I have at one time. I try not to be, but I'm sure I have been. You know, but uh, uh, there comes comes a time you got to put up or shut up. And you know what I've said. This is similar to. Uh, and I'm going to get into this, and I know you didn't want, probably didn't want to get into this, but the school shootings we've okay. got, okay? Terrible. Yes. Yes, it is. And, you know, I have started this thing in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, I really have started to feel for those people down there. I've never felt like this before. You know, this is crazy. You have an 18-year-old young man that can't sit in sit down and drink a beer, but he, he can, can go can go buy an assault rifle uh-huh. and walk into a school and start shooting, or walk in anywhere, a convenience anyway. store, grocery store, church, whatever. What has happened in this country? And some of these politicians will not. You've got fifty senators, basically, that are holding this country up okay. for money. Mm-hmm. Now that's my opinion. That's not Norman's. That's not Norman. All right, <laughs> he's running for office. That's me. That's Ed Raymer's opinion. All right, but we've got fifty senators that are holding America hostage. I mean, your thoughts on maybe breaking that up? Is there anything? I don't know if anything can be done about. It. I mean, the NRAs are strong; they've got them right where they want them. Yeah, um, you know, I, I've been told it follows the money, right? Yes, sir. The money rules yeah. is right. the problem. True. Um, as far as stopping guns and getting rid of guns, we're never going to be able to do that. It's America no. for crying out loud. Yeah. We love our guns. <clears throat> right. and, and I do them, background checks, and I will tell you, a background check in this case would not have worked on this human. No. He wasn't but 18 years old. He doesn't have a track record yet. No, he doesn't. Okay. So um, it would not have – I'm saying it would not – I've done a bunch of them in my business. It doesn't because I own private investigations in Middle Tennessee. Right. It wouldn't have done any good. And if I remember right, I think the story goes his mother bought it for him when he was 17, I believe. But it, it doesn't make any sense, Norman. This is crazy. People that can't even go drink, sit down and drink a beer, but they can go, they can go buy an assault rifle. You know, we've put a, and I'm glad, uh, Turner Security, we've put a security system on this building. That's good. Know, finally. And I think, unfortunately, that's what we have to do. Now, the building, of course, we're setting in, in a few years, will not be here anymore because uh, there's plans the city's going to buy everything, and that, that's in the works. Right. I mean, those things take time. Another massive expansion. <clears throat> but, and there's a bunch of buildings involved in this, this entire situation. So, uh, but the city already owns a great deal of this already. But, uh, you know, uh, I just, I feel for those families in Uvalde. It's the first time I really did. I said, you know, that kid, you know, and police having to have a key to get into the classroom. You know, call the fire department. They have what's called an axe. They can beat down that door of glass, <laughs> I right? I guarantee you. I guarantee you a fireman can breach it. Now, I don't want him to walk into a bunch of, you know. But my brother, who's a lieutenant at uh, Franklin Fire Department, do you know they have bulletproof vests and things on their trucks now? Wow. I can't believe it. It's, it's he told me the other day. I had no idea. I didn't know they were they were arming them with stuff like that. It's scary. It, it, yeah. It, it's scary. Firemen? Yeah. You know, I, I, I had no idea. I mean, that's uh, that's the last thing they ever signed up for. They right. didn't sign up to carry a gun. No. They Not just, they're carrying guns. They but, signed up to run into burning buildings. Right? <clears throat> that's what they did. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, it's uh, 
it's a it's a mixed bag of tricks right now um i would love to give you the the fix all for these situations oh wouldn't we all i would love to be able to do that sure and while there are ways i think that we could expand on those background checks and requirements for purchasing guns right we'll never get rid of them no you know no they're here yeah they're They're here. here you know i can remember and I had a friend, and I guess he still is a licensed arm dealer, arms dealer, or gunman. You know, he had to be. And this is going back 20 years, 30, whatever. And to have an automatic, a fully automatic weapon, you had to keep it, if you kept it in your house or in your office, wherever it was, you had to keep it in a locked safe. And the ATF was subject to come by at any time. And, you know, Mr. Hanks, we're going to need to see your automatic weapon. <laughs> And you scared Jackson. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jackson. Ed. I'm sorry. Someone at the door? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, someone's at the door. It's the ATF, and it's not because you didn't come to the last birthday party either. Yeah. Uh, but you were subject to do that. Right. And my friend, he was fine with that. He said, that's good. He said, if I'm going to have a weapon like that, I'm subject to being called out at any, at second, any second. You know, and, mm-hmm. and that was no, there was no problem with that. What in the world happened? I mean, money. Money. Got in the way. Yeah. And, you know, those weapons should not be in the hands. Uh, I've said it a hundred times, folks. I know you're sick of hearing it, those of you that listen regularly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I have plenty of guns, but I do not have a need for for an assault rifle. I don't have a need for that. I can't hunt with it. I would you hope know. not. What would you get? Well, you get the game warden. The game warden. They'll give you, uh, the game warden will give you a nice fine yeah. and they'll confiscate your gun. Well, good. Yeah. Which they should. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, there's just no call. There's no call for 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 those weapons. To, I mean, it's just plum crazy. You know, it's just crazy. I tell you what, we're gonna do, Jackson. Let's go to our last series of breaks. Play them if you would, please. And we're gonna spend our last few minutes because we got to get out of here uh, about three minutes before the nine o'clock hour and get Bill in here and get him situated. Norman Hanks is with us. He's running for Rutherford County and Rutherford County Mayor. I'm Ed Raymer. Stay with us. Back with you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384 or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it. They can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. 
weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Right, and we are back. Norman's still with us. Jackson, thank you for working the board. You've done a good job tonight. Thank you very much. These young people up here, I'm going to tell you something, Norman. These young people do a great job up here. They really do. There's there's hope for the world yet. That's good to hear. Oh, it is. It they is. they make me sound a lot better and come across a lot smarter because when I get in a pickle, one of them will pick up. They'll, they'll go. They'll go to Google. <laughs> well, I hope you know? they're doing that for me. What are you doing over there, Jackson? <laughs> no, I was know. trying not to sound too stupid. Tonight. No, and that's what I'm coming. And the correct number on that is ten million four hundred twelve four hundred twelve million. You yeah. guys are talking like about I it know. like I know something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm flailing in the dark here. You're flailing yeah, in the dark. I don't know what I'm doing. They Jackson, didn't train me. They just plopped me down on they, the seat. I, well, that's just about right. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. What are you? Let me ask you something. You, you, you're our newest. You're the newest addition here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Where are you from? Oh gosh, that's what. Like, where did I move from? Yeah, I mean, where are you? How'd you get here? Uh, well, I was born in North Carolina, and my dad's job basically took him around the entire country oh, until okay. he finally settled in in Nashville. And then um, I moved down here just eight months ago, so I'll be you darned. Know, yeah, Did you, you went to MTSU. Yeah, I'm going to MTSU as. So you know, you're right in now. the mass communication or the the uh, video yeah. production. I'm in I'm in the mass media building. Mass media building, yeah. right? Yeah, my wife has a degree from over there in that. Yeah, I, that's what I'm hoping to get. Yeah, and she's you know? an accountant today. You <laughs> see the connection. Yeah, <laughs> the pi- the pipeline from going. I have from, no degree whatsoever, and I'm here with the radios. I mean, it it stacks up crazy, doesn't it? Okay. Thank you, Jackson. You're doing a great job. You really are. Thank you. And these kids, they do. I'm telling you, Norman, they do a great job here. And, uh, yeah, Uh, I haven't had one. We may have one or two. Everybody has an off day sometimes. You know, a major league pitcher can go out and sometimes he he steps up on that mound and he can't throw a baseball through a barn door. And they make millions of dollars, you know. So, but, no, for the most part, 99% we're – we're good. They're they're a fine bunch of young people. They really are, and uh, they generally move on to to bigger things, you know. But uh, unless they're in, in school or whatever, you know. But 
things will be changing here because uh, rumor has it we're going to get a new station, get a new building, and uh, you know we're anxious. We, we got to wait and just see what happens. I don't know what the, I'm not in the loop about that at all. Sure. So sure. well, I'm not either. I'm not either. So <laughs> anyway. Uh, Norman, you have, have you had any fundraisers? Where can people have, find out about you? Uh, well, that's a good question. Folks can go to the website, hanksformayor.com. Hanksformayor.com. That will lead them to all of our social media platforms. Excellent. We have a couple of TikToks going up in the next couple of weeks, which will be fun for us. Okay. We'll see. I'm doing so well on the radio. Let's see how I do in front of the camera, <laughs> right? Um, no. Okay. I, I just... I. Uh, but we, we do. We have all of our social media platforms linked there to the website. Again, hanksformayor.com. Hanksformayor.com. It went live earlier this morning. Oh, I've had, okay. We've been working hard on that website. Had some technical issues, but it's live now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll happen. Sure. Um, but that's one way to find us. We're hosting a fundraiser in two weeks, I believe, at a place called Five O'Clock Somewhere in Smyrna. Okay. It is a new fairly new it's been around about a year now a little right. restaurant down there in the big lots shopping plaza right okay. uh, on broad street we're excited to go down and support them they are lgbtq owned and operated okay it's a cute little place but it's a great little place uh we and it's have called what now five o'clock somewhere five o'clock somewhere okay mm -hmm. yeah again if you go to the website go to any of our social media you'll be able to follow us see what we're doing where we're going what we're talking about sure I'm much better with social media than I am live in in person communication. Really, is that right? It because, is. Because see, I'm right the opposite. I, I you know, I, I do. I, I'm on Facebook mm -hmm. and all that, but that's because of what Will Dalton Dalton Barrett here has has hooked me up with a lot of stuff, and a lot of the other guys have too, you know. And I don't know anything about all that stuff. Yeah, I don't. Well, you know? I have a, a person that's really good at it. Sure. And I can say, hey, I need this to happen. And they say, okay, we've got it. And five minutes later, it's out there in the world. Well, you know, we've had computer glitches at, at our office at our house. And mine, I hate it when a computer goes down. Right. Because I know where I'm headed. I take it in. And the fellow that fixes is a wonderful person. Don't get me wrong. But he's got no help. Right. He had that computer for about four months. And today, right now, I can't even print with it yet. Mm. We're getting everything put back, you know, put back in in order. Uh, I, it just I, I hate when it when it goes down. As long as it's up and run, baby, everything's great. Mm. But when you start having, when you have a glitch in it, the hard drive went out of it. It's what oh, it was. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Nothing to do about it. But he, I, I mean, it held me up because I do notes for my show through the week. If I see something on the news or something that would pertain to you or whatever, I'll type them out on in Microsoft Word, print that baby out, and we're good, mm -hmm. you know, or something in the news or whatever it might be. Copy and paste, and it, you know, it gives you some topics to go with. But uh, I haven't been able to do that for six months. Wow. That's rough. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just one of those things, you know. And then the last two years with COVID, you know, I'm sounding like a whining kid. I don't mean to do that, but you know, COVID was fine. a strange new experience for all of us, right? Strange oh, new man. destinations and new yeah. worlds to explore right. there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go through it again. I don't either. No, but no. you know, I think, I think a lot of us had to step up and figure out how to survive. Well, you right? know, and I've said this known a bunch of times. I think that the leadership that was in existence and i know there were some glitches along mm -hmm. the way in major mm -hmm. cities and smaller towns and all that i think everybody did the best they could 
with they, what they knew. What they knew. We went into it blind. I would not right? have known what to tell him. What you know? How you want to do that? I don't know. Right. You know. But as a as as a good leader, you have to make that decision, right? Right. Sure. Whether you know. it's the right one or the wrong one, you don't know what's happening. Right. You have no clue what's coming down the pike. We didn't know we were going to lose tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of people because of this. A million pandemic, now, isn't you know? it? It's over a million. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's just unbelievable. But I think, I think that as a leader, you know, for a community as, especially as big as this one, oh yeah, you have to make a quick decision. Right. Are you going to wear a mask or are you not? Well. Right. Yeah. It's a mask. It's a piece of paper. That's Stick right, and I don't like them either. But I keep one in the car. I've got right. one in there now because some places you go in, they, they want still you to wear a mask. You know? Yeah. I had two doctor's appointments this past week. They want you wearing mask. You know, he's the doctor. He's the boss. Well, it's so simple. It's know. because it's still out there, right? Right. And they these doctors know it. Yeah. You know? And even with our inoculations and possibly have caught it, it's still spreadable. And sure. We still have to be concerned. Sure. Uh, one of my doctors told me, he said, I think we have finally reached the point that p- many people will still get this virus, but it is such low uh, risk mm-hmm. now. It's at much lower risk than it was. We don't have near as many hospitalizations coming from right. this. So that's now, of course, our older people, our elderly people that, you know, if you had people in their 80s or 90s, they may not have, they may not elected to have got a vaccine. I understand that because, right. you know, we had a good friend. Her mother was in her 90s. They elected not to do it because she's very, she was in very fragile, mm-hmm. fragile health to start with. And uh, uh, we lost her, unfortunately, not due to COVID. But, uh, uh, but uh, I understand, you know, you've got to be reasonable. You've got to be reasonable. You have to. But I keep, my wife and I both, we keep masks in the car in our cars and wherever you go and it's gotten a little better but you know if i go in a place i see their employees wearing masks i'll put one on you know i and i don't like them either can't stand those things but well, it's it's one of those times you have to think outside of just yourself right yeah it's not just about us right it's not just about me it's not just about jackson it's not just about you yeah but i mean it's you're protected but people. you are protecting yourself too. right you know right. you're protecting yourself potentially somebody you know and you know i started early on just I'm gonna cough. Put no, something. No, please up. cough. Just cough. Yeah. yeah. Just put something over your mouth. You know. And uh, no, I did that intentionally. I thought you were actually, <laughs> you were actually coughing. I Jackson sanitizing. <laughs> Good job, Jackson. He's right on top of it. Yeah. 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 But I mean, uh, you know, and washing your hands more and right. stuff like that because you don't you, you, don't, you don't know, know. a lot of people can have this and not know it. Right. You know? But uh, okay, so you're at hanksformayor.com mm-hmm. okay your next fundraiser will be approximately two weeks approximately two weeks okay. it will be posted on the website if it's not already it okay. is also going to be posted all over social media so right come okay. out support sure don't support whatever makes you happy <laughs> we're not gonna judge we love everybody you know right yeah yeah well i i want to tell you i have said many times right here um you know if you want to make a difference folks Put your name on a ballot. I never have. Norman has now. I never have, and I probably never will. You know. Uh, but I admire you for doing it. Thank you. I really do. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. Pleasure, pleasure to know you now, and um, I hope we'll communicate going down the road, regardless of what happens. But I admire you for doing it. I admire anybody that does that because you're throwing yourself out there. Okay. Right. And our trusted 
advisor, Mr. Jackson, here's telling me to shut up. So, <laughs> in the nicest way you could ever imagine, I'm going to tell you something. Play us out. Till, <laughs> till next Sunday, okay? For Norman Hanks, who's running for Rutherford County Mayor, we appreciate you being here. Jackson's on the board. Did a great job. Thank you. Thank you all for having I'm me. I'm Edwin Lee Raymer. Till next Sunday at 8 o'clock. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.